Welcome to episode 201 of the Super Speedway Podcast, recorded Tuesday, June 29th, 2021. I'm your host, Eric Young, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, James Cush. James, how's it going tonight? Good, man. We're uh, we're not live. We're just doing a regular episode, so the uh, the butterflies are <laughs> not uh, not as frequent as they were last week. Yeah, now we can just screw off like normal. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Pretend like we're doing something. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, yeah, so let's, uh, we aren't doing live, but we're still doing video. Uh, I do apologize for anybody who tries, who does watch this on YouTube. I didn't upload the YouTube video last week, uh, because, but you can go to the Facebook page and see the live feed there. Uh, if you want to rewatch, it's still available, but we're on YouTube again this week. Um, provided I actually took the time to do the editing and put it up this week. So let's fingers crossed. If you're watching this, then you know that we did. Uh, so as a result, we're going to do our normal show and tell, um, and uh, yeah, let's. Uh, well, you our, know what, James? Let's do this. Our newest. This? It's our. It's our newest gimmick. Show and tell. Do you, wanna, do you want to save show and tell to the end? To we do when we do shout outs and stuff. Yeah, let's, do, do yeah, let's, yeah let's save show and tell. Let's All right, let's move tell. it to the end. That way, people okay. don't have to stick on if they want to. And if you want to see our show and tell, I, I think I got a decent one this week. You guys, will yeah, like I, it, so. I think I think doing show and tell at the end is actually a good idea. We can do. Yeah, that. I think it fits in. I meant to do that this week, and you know, this is one of those things we could have actually planned in advance. And right now, honestly, James, we could stop and re-record this. Um, but nah, I'm not gonna. I'm just nah. gonna leave it the way it is. No, it's good with the tease. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So instead of show and tell, let's talk about the race this weekend, James, or all four of them. Yeah, five if you count Arca, but we're not talking about Arca tonight. Well, it's it's six if you count SRX. So yeah, that's we, right. We, we will talk about a little bit about SRX. That's right. Yeah, we're we not an SRX podcast, but we are a racing podcast, well, so we will talk about SRX. We we are an SRX podcast for another three <laughs> weeks, but my man. So hang in there. <laughs> I don't know. I might veto that. No. <laughs> Um, but to start it out, let's, uh, let's talk some cup racing first. We had two cup races this weekend. It was the Pocono double header. Uh, we started things off on Saturday with the Pocono organic CBD 325, And, uh, we were pretty sure coming into the last turn, we were going to be talking about Kyle Larson winning four points races in a row. Um, and potentially even five in a row, if you would have won on Sunday and then, uh, cuts down a tire, James. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. What a, uh, I don't know. I, you know, Eric, I was at Michigan. Um, oh God, this was 12 years ago now when Mark Martin won the race after two guys lost fuel on the last lap. Yeah. Um, I don't remember. I'm trying to remember if I've seen a last lap issue like that since then. Um, but man, that was something, uh, he, first of all, the battle with Bowman was fantastic. Yes, it was uh, just great battling between those two guys and, and who, which Hendrick Carr was going to get it first. Uh, and then, yeah, Kyle Larson's cruising, uh, Rick Allen's calling it, you know, going <laughs> through the history and all of a sudden Dale Jr. Screaming and we've got a car on the wall. What a finish. Uh, yeah. If you're at Pocono, you can't ask for much better than that. I don't think. No. And I mean, honestly, we can, I mean, we, we can hit on both races if we want to, or we can break them down individually. We'll kind of talk about them individually, but yeah, I mean, two very compelling, uh, races at Pocono, two great finishes at Pocono, which you don't see very often. Yeah. I think Jeff um, Lux pole had them both in the eighties, Eric, you know, That's which incredible. is, which is yeah. For a Pocono. Uh, I mean, well, maybe this is a good point to, to talk about. This is our first real look at what a double could be. Yeah. And uh, with fans and, and almost, Eric, almost. Yeah, yeah, the only the, thing we're missing is practice and qualifying. Cause I do sure. to get that back. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, I was just thinking, you know, the, the campgrounds were full. The stands yeah. looked pretty full for a full weekend of racing. 
Um, and, and then you get two shows like this, which were both, uh, I mean, you can't ask for <laughs> when you're going to Pocono, you don't ask for much. Uh, right. it's not, no. it's definitely not, it's definitely not our favorite track, but the bar is pretty low. Yeah. But to, to get what we got on, uh, to get, what we got on Saturday and Sunday, um, and, and heck even the, the undercard, uh, was good too with the, with the trucks and Xfinity. I thought those were pretty good races too. So, uh, Pocono put on a good show, man. And, uh, I, I was, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I'm going to have an unpopular opinion here because well, let's, first of all, this is, this is the first real look we've had at a, at a doubleheader, like you said, yeah. um, first one with fans, but we did, this is the third time we've done the doubleheader in the cup series. Now we did it at Michigan last year. We did it at Pocono last year. And I think both those races last year, we saw two very similar races. Yep. Harvick dominated both races at Michigan. Um, you saw the same cars as front runners at Pocono last year with Denny Hamlin and, uh, and um, Kevin Harvick swapping those two races, which was kind of the story of the season as well. Yeah. Um, this race, this weekend was not like that in that it was two different, very different groups of people that were racing up front for the most part. I mean, there were, sure there were Hendrick cars in the mix, but um, for the most part, and I mean, Kyle was there as well, yep. but still it was uh, Kyle Bush and Kyle yeah. Larson. Yeah, um, yeah. The Kyles. Yeah. But uh but they were very different, but my unpopular opinion is going to be still that we shouldn't be doing this. I, I was really a big fan of the double header when we talked about the concept and I don't know, man, it's just, it's too much to have two days of cup racing in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I th- I'm going to go the other way um, and say, if we're going to do it, yeah, let's do it at Pocono. Yeah. Uh, let's do it at, Atlanta, you know, tracks like that, where, uh, it might make sense to do a double to, to make some more room in the schedule. I'm, I'm for that. Uh, we, we were talking about the ratings today, Eric, in our, in our group chat. And, um, you know, I I wonder if the TV partners are going to be okay with more than one. I I just think the Pocono double is going to be, uh, the Pocono thing that we're going to have moving forward because the, uh, the drop-off is literally 1 million viewers from Saturday to Sunday. You, you, when you run a race cup race on Saturday afternoon, you're losing a million people. And uh, the, the TV partners, I don't, I, they probably expect it. Uh, that's why we're not running Thursday night races too. Right. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I just wonder if uh, th- this is just going to be unique to Pocono and, and if that's it, then so be it. I am all for them, them doing this once a year. If, if this is the Pocono gimmick for, for what it's worth. Yeah. I, I and I'm not saying get, get rid of it, but, I'm, I just, it was too much for me. Uh, now the thing, the other thing I'll say though, is that if we do get rid of it, I don't want to go back to 400 miles here. I like the, yeah, this is I good. think the 325 was perfect. 350 was pretty good. Um, these shorter races are the way to go, man. And yep. we're just, I'm unfortunately, we're just not going to get it. Like we want it, want to have it everywhere. Yeah. Um, so if the double header gets us that, then I, then keep it. Yep. yep um, absolutely. It, it was nice to see two races that weren't the same uh, back to the first race, back to the Saturday race. Uh, Kyle Larson, we talked about the battle with, um, with Alex Bowman there uh, at the end of the race. Um, Larson ends up getting lead with a couple laps to go and looks like it's gonna, He's going to stretch it out and then cuts down the tire in the last turn. Um, I think pretty easy to make the argument that the reason that Larson cut that tire down probably was that battle. Don't you think James? Yeah. Oh yeah. How he, hard he was running. Yeah, he definitely pr- put the pressure on it, and uh, you know, running the high speeds for the corners like they are at Pocono now is with with the you know with lower horsepower, you're just carrying more speed, and uh, yeah, definitely put some strain on that tire. Uh, unfortunately, it was uh, just 
uh, what a corner and a half too short. So right. Uh, and it was the it was the left front tire, and a lot of the uh, the discussion was that he was being aggressive in the tunnel turn. He was yeah. hitting the apron in the tunnel turn, and that's what may have likely cut it down. So yeah, yeah, it's um you know heck of a battle and heck of a finish, but I, you know, and I think that race overall, Eric, I'm I'm looking at the numbers really quick. I guess I didn't realize we had uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven drivers lead double digit laps. Uh, yeah. that's really cool for Pocono. You had Larson and, and Kyle Bush led the most, uh, but Bowman, Byron Hamlin, um, you had Kerr Bush up there and, and Joey Logano too. So that was, that was pretty cool. We had some guys dicing back and forth and, um, had a couple of big crashes. So Saturday had a little bit more, Saturday had a little bit more action going on, I think, uh, early, earlier in the day, but, um, but yeah, it's just, I, I keep thinking when I think about this race, I think this is one we'll probably always remember for, for whatever reason, you don't, you don't see this very often. It's very unique. Yeah, I agree. Um, in Pocono is Pocono is one of those tracks, man. It either puts on a great show or puts on a snoozer. There's yeah. just no in between here at all. For some reason, I, I don't know what yeah. it is about this yeah. place. Yep. I mean, it's a track that I love coming to, even if the races are boring because it's, there's no other track in the world like it. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, yep. it's a, it's a special place. Absolutely. Um, let's yeah. James, you have, and I didn't know what you were talking about in the notes when you put, let's talk about noses. Uh, <laughs> then I listened to a good chunk of do, uh, door bumper clear today and yeah. word word on the street is that uh, NASCAR might've had one of those moments last weekend where they, uh, they saw some stuff in tech inspection with the Hendrick cars and just said, okay, you guys aren't breaking the rules, but if you yep. come back like this next week, you will be. Yeah. And the, the uh, old, so... uh, what, the, the most famous version of this is the T-Rex car yes, that, T-Rex. That, Jeff, <laughs> that Jeff Gordon and Ray Everham put together for the uh, all-star race. And, and NASCAR said, this is in the rules, but don't you dare bring this back next week. That's for, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's the famous version of this, but yeah. Um, it's just seems like, uh, I mean, it didn't stop. This all happened before Saturday. That's why I put it in right. that part of the notes. But uh, yeah, it does seem like I don't know, Eric. What do you, what do you think about this? You know, a rule's a rule. I don't I don't know if um, I mean if it's within the rules, why can't they run it the way they want to? Well, that's I, don't, the thing. I understand they, it. They it was within the rules, and they did run it. And they I mean they didn't get penalized for it. They, NASCAR yeah. just said that let's not do it like that anymore. And whatever they changed, they gave them advance warning, which is good. I don't have any issue with that. I don't um, know. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I just I don't like the fact that we've got a. I I mean, I I'm trying to. You're trying gonna to say about- that you're gonna say that they're manufacturing things, but then you're gonna we're gonna talk about SRX later, and you're gonna say no, that I'm it's okay. That- it's okay that Tony Stewart runs half throttle, so the race is compelling in his. Well, series. yeah, that's a, that's a different yeah, that's a whole different thing. <laughs> no, I'm trying to give it a I'm trying to give it a comp to like. I don't know. NASCAR like, has done this historically though. That's the thing. This is not new know, that they've done I this. Know, I know. I just like, I don't know. I just like clear balls and strikes being called. Not you, you know how I feel. But about these guys which, all work in the gray area. That's the problem. Right, NASCAR right. can't make clear balls. and strikes. Well, calls. Yeah. So, and you know how I feel about wishy-washy rules. It's always yeah. been kind of a, I guess, I don't know. It's kind of been, and a yet you're a NASCAR fan. I know. I know. <laughs> so it's my own, I'm a, yeah, it's a, it's a hell of my own making. So <laughs> Uh, you're right. You're right there. I, I just, uh, yeah, I, I saw that story, read it and I'm like, eh, I don't know. I feel like if they're within <laughs> the rules, they should be allowed to run it. But 
I mean, what's and we don't know. We don't know anything for sure. There's not been anything confirmed. None of the media has talked about it, or at yeah. least hadn't previously. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But this was the word on the street: is that yeah. there's some nose. Where's some nose issues? Yeah. Pac had it going in the uh, in the press conference a little okay. bit, but there was nothing. Uh, not much being said after that. So I don't know, man. I, I just feel like if you're within the rules, keep running it. What are they gonna do? Like, what are they right. going to say? This isn't allowed, or are they just going to change the rules on them? I guess that that's that's what NASCAR could do. I guess, yeah, to say, hey, you fix this, or we're changing the rules because really that they can do that. So, right, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know, um, but yeah, I mean, I did it make a difference? Kyle Larson almost won the race, and then as much to the chagrin of the rest of the field, Larson ends up crashing on the last lap. And guess what? Hey, there's another Hendrick car. Hey, Hendrick the car's anyway. there. Yeah, yeah. So. Bowman was up there. Bowman led a lot uh that on the day i give i guess bowman walked away with the most points on the day so yeah the yeah. the uh the hendrick cars were fine but i will say the gibbs cars and, and kyle alluded to this on uh on sunday um kyle said he felt like they were there with them if he said if if hendrick was a 10 out of 10 uh gibbs was a 9.95 out of 10 well it's that it's that reduced weight from not all the parts being in the transmission makes them a little faster <laughs> yeah <laughs> all those shavings yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Um, yeah. You mentioned, I mean, so Larson ends up finishing what ninth, he ends up ninth after this one. Um, yep. William Byron right there finishes third. He ran well all day, uh, 13 laps led. Yep. Um, Alex Bowman leads 16 to get the win and had a, had a strong car. So I don't know. I don't know if I, sh- if we should feel too bad for those Hendrick cars, James. No, I don't know. You know, I was going to say too, real quick, I, you know, before we move off this race, uh, Alex Bowman just keeps finding them, finding wins. I don't yeah. know how he does it. He has he, he's not won a traditional race, has he? He's never really dominated, not this season, I don't think. He hasn't yeah. dominated uh by any means, but yeah, right place, right time. Um and, and kudos to him for for the lane choice uh yeah. on that last restart. I mean, he put himself in position and um yeah, he lost the lead to Larson, but you know, Larson had a problem and that's that's racing. You're gonna have problems from time to time. So yeah, uh, I mean, good, and good a lot of credit to his crew too to to keep him motivated at the end when he got past because um, you know, he could have very easily just thrown his hands up and given up and, but stayed in it and had, yep. had the opportunity for the win when Larson exactly. broke. So, yep, exactly. Um, how about, uh, Cole Custer and, uh, Brad Keselowski a little missing yeah. up there on the front stretch. Custer yeah. ends up turning the wall. Yeah. That was um, a big hit. Big hit. Yeah. Uh, Brad, so, Brad took full blame and, yeah. and said it said as much, but door bumper clear kind of was putting on Custer a little bit in that uh, apparently the same thing happened with Bubba last year at Phoenix, um, that Custer kind of makes it look like he's coming up and then doesn't and uh, gets clipped. But I mean, no, yeah. no matter how you look at it, that was hundred percent Brad Keselowski's fault. He's the one running into him. Yeah. Um, just weird. I mean, we saw a couple, we saw Rex in the truck race too on the front stretch. We don't see that those Rex. Yeah. The, the, the front uh, stretch often. Xfinity series race had one too entering turn yeah. one, a um, couple back marker cars, but yeah, it's just one of those things. Uh, well, and you got to remember too, Eric, uh, no practice going into a, a you know, completely green track. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was on lap 13 that happened. So, well, the other thing I think that you're seeing is you're seeing, um, I don't know if you noticed James, but Hogan was famous for the fanning out on the front stretch. Yes. And there was some of that, but there wasn't as much of that in that cup series race. And I think it's because with this package, they can't afford to get go like that. They need yeah. to stay bump, tucked up behind somebody on that straightaway. Yeah. And so you're going to see less of it, in which case you're going to see more of these accidents because there's just not as much room. Yeah. Well, and I think what happens too is that inside lane 
has to compete with the outside lane. Yeah. And what, what happens is, is when you pick the outside lane as the leader, you're boxing in the guy behind you who has no choice but to push you and yeah. everybody else will fan out below. And, and that's why the outside line really dominates at Pocono. So what, what you see happening in the cup series is these guys know these things and uh, that inside line is trying to stay tight. So you're, you're getting a little bit of that effect there. Um, outside line was still obviously the, the best lane choice uh, by far, but um, yep. yeah, the cup, the cup guys are going to try to narrow that gap wherever they can. They're going to look for those little advantages any, anytime they can get them. Uh, just looking through here. We're going to talk about them again uh, in the next race, but uh, fifth place finish for Ryan Blaney. A um, couple of good races for him here at Pocono. You expect that it's a good track for him. Uh, yeah. Kurt Bush. Kurt Bush finishes sixth. Um, One another stage. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Tyler Reddick, almost top 10. Uh, Bubba Wallace ran 14th in this one. Bubba Wallace had a nice weekend. Very nice weekend for Bubba. Ricky Stenhouse too. Yeah. It was a good weekend for all those guys. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Anything else with this one worth talking about? I don't think so. It is the uh, fifth victory in 207 NASCAR Cup Series races for Alex Bowman. Um, Third victory in 2021, James. Three victories for Alex Bowman already. His three wins. Yeah. I wanted to... uh, wanted to see i was gonna look really quick at how many laps he led in his three wins uh he led 10 laps at dover he led 98 laps or excuse me he led 10 laps at richmond 98 laps at dover and 16 laps at pocono to win those races so just short just shy of uh uh well i guess a little bit over 100 100 so laps that he's led to to win those three races so um Pretty cool. Hend- I guess <laughs> Hendrick Hendrick Motorsports has tied their modern modern era record uh, for the most consecutive NASCAR Cup Series wins with six straight victories set in two thousand seven. If only we knew what happened on Sunday to see if they broke that record. Oh wait, yeah, right. <laughs> we do. Yeah, we do. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, with that Sunday, we went uh, twenty five more miles on Sunday, James. It was we the did explore the explore the Pocono Mountains three fifty and, and uh, boy, Kyle. Can you feel it? Kyle back in victory lane, but not yeah, Kyle. Kyle Larson. <laughs> yeah, it was going to uh, be hold on, a Kyle. Hold on, I, got, I got the soundboard back up today this week, James. KFP. Here it is. There you go. There we go. Yes. Yeah. Kyle so, finds his way back into victory lane. Yeah. But I think the story of this race is the transmission issue with Kyle Busch. Um, first oh, of all, yeah. Yeah. a great car all day, certainly competing for the win. Uh, mid-race yes. finds out that the the car first of all it's popping out of fourth gear he has to hold it into fourth gear and then when they come to the pits uh it will not come out of fourth gear they try to which i was panicking as a kyle bush fan do not climb in the car and pop that thing out of fourth gear because it's never going to go back in yeah but they weren't able to get it out of fourth gear so they decided just to limp around and finish the race out they had it to the point where they were timing coming off a of pit road so they could come off a of pit road and be up to full speed by the time the uh, field took the green flag coming out of turn three, which they failed at uh, twice. I believe they said, yep. Um, burnt the clutch out of the thing. Basically, if they would have had to have one more restart, wouldn't have been able to do it. But because they had transmission issues, because they were trying to time the restart and getting they extra pitted, gas, <laughs> they pitted one lap later than everybody else and had one more lap of fuel and managed to hold on when it yeah. went green the rest of the way to get the win. Just freaking incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, of, all mean, the, of all the of all the stuff that kyle's complained about over his career about the way he's lost races the this one i i feel like he's got himself a mulligan 10 times over with the way this one happened what an incredible drive and the kyle. best part is 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 denny hamlin would have won that race but 
because Kyle was able to turn it up a lap earlier, Hamlin tried to turn it up a lap earlier and ran himself out of fuel and then come to find out after the fact that they may have been able to make it back around, but the risk was too great to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you (sighs) run out of gas and turn one at Pocono. You're not making it. I mean, you're, you're coasting a long way, man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, what a drive, what a Kyle's Twitter today. He, he synced it up with, uh, with days of thunder when, uh, when they put into four gear, fourth gear and days of thunder, uh, that was fantastic. Best tweet of the year so far from him. Uh, so yeah, just a incredible drive, a little bit of luck. Um, but you gotta have luck. I mean, heck Alex Bowman had a little bit of luck on, on Saturday. So, yeah. Uh, and then to, to top it all off, Kyle Larson with a beat up nose, um, <laughs> still finishes a second in a backup car. Yeah. What, what a, what a, what a weird race. What a weird race. Yeah, definitely. Um, so let's see who, who do we have up. We had Brad Keselowski was up front. He had yeah. to pit. Yep. And then we had uh, who the heck else had to pit for fuel. I, I know we oh, mentioned Hamlin. I mean, yeah. A lot of, a lot of guys. I mean, it was yeah. Yeah, Hamlin. So, so basically it cycles back. Byron. Ends up, Byron. Yeah. Byron. Yeah. Um, I thought Byron was going to win this one. Honestly, I thought it was his day. Um, he won stage two and I thought, well, it's going to be, this is going to be, uh, this is gonna be Bill's race, and uh, well, that didn't happen. <laughs> so, so you you have in the show notes, James, fuel mileage races equals fun question mark. Yeah, uh, I want I want your opinion on it first. Do you think so? Yes. Yeah, that was fun. I was I fun. agree a hundred percent. I know a lot of people hate fuel mileage races, and maybe it's James because we grew up going to Michigan and we saw a lot yeah. of these. Yeah. And that was the only way races at Michigan sometimes were good was because yeah. of fuel mileage. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, I don't want to do this every week. No, every once in a while, it's a blast, man. Yeah. That was a lot it, of fun seeing who can make it. And it's a real, yeah, skill. you just don't know. And, and this for once, James, so many times we get the whole, the TV likes to play up the, can we make it? But they're so good at saving fuel now yeah. that nine times out of 10, they know, and they can, they can figure it out and manage. But this one, we actually had cars running out on the last yeah. lap, which is just awesome. Yeah. That's always great. I, I remember Pocono when, uh, when Stewart won, um, it was his first, I guess his first race, uh, not, not the all-star race, but his, his first win for Stuart Haas. And he was cutting it off in the corners. And, uh, that was just a, like really cool to see. I just think field mileage races, there's so much strategy going in to what these guys have to do. And, and for Kyle, it was, you know, uh, being in f- stuck in fourth gear was just the strategy that worked, <laughs> you know, is strategy by accident, but, uh, well, yeah, see- it was. I, I, I like it. I, like you said, not every, not every week, every right. once in a while. I'm totally for it. Absolutely. I always wanted to be a race car driver because I wanted to sit in the car and drive a race car, but all the stuff that these guys have to do. Did you so, see Blaney? Yes. That's what I wanted to talk yes. about. Yeah. So now, now we're getting to the point where we're going down the straightaway and at certain parts of the track, we are closing a valve on the air intake on the window because it helps the aerodynamics of the car. These guys are shutting off cars under caution. Every caution doesn't matter whether there's fuel mileage issues or not. They're yep. always cutting off. The, I mean, you, you look at IndyCar, they've got to play with the fuel setting and the wing settings and push to pass and all that. There's so much crap. These guys all have to manage. Yeah, just, there's eh, nothing. No thanks. I'll just watch. Yeah, there's nothing. I mean, man, <laughs> it's so difficult. It's it's not just yeah. I was watching Blaney. I was like, that's a step too far. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, but it must do mouth. something. Yeah, I, I maybe a couple. Ten, I don't know, a couple hundreds of a second. I don't know, Didn't help thousands. him on fuel mileage. 
did not. I don't know. He, he, he didn't run out of not. fuel though. Um, no. Blaney gets a sixth place finish in this one. I said, we'd mention him again. Um, good race for him, but Bubba Wallace gets top five, first top five for 2311. Yeah. Uh, Michael Jordan was there, which is awesome. Yep. And texted him and said, I want more of those every week. So yep. that's, uh, that's pretty cool. So yeah, if Michael's in attendance and, um, Eric, I'm getting excited for possibly having Michael in attendance at Michigan. Uh, I know it could be a possibility. I know. Right. Um, that would be a lot of fun. Uh, but yes, that was very cool. Bubba. Um, yeah, man, 2311. They needed that one. Great weekend. So Bubba has a, has a win at Michigan in the truck series. So maybe that would be a good race for man. Can you imagine, can you imagine James, we cover the Michigan race. Bubba gets his first win at Michigan and MJ's sitting there in the, maybe we can get a one-on-one. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. That'd be good. Get a one-on-one with him. That'd be a lot of fun. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, That'd be a lot of fun. Um, you, you were mentioning, you were mentioning, I was, well, you, you just said his name yeah. again, but you're, you're mentioning Blaney. I thought one of the fun parts of the weekend, um, a little bit of crossover from Saturday to Sunday was uh, the family rivalry between yeah. Blaney and, and Byron. <laughs> um, so for those who don't know, uh, William Byron and, and Ryan Blaney's sister are uh, an item, I guess. Uh, and when they get upset with each other on the racetrack, the first thing I think of is, man, how's family dinner going <laughs> to go when, uh, when that stuff's going on, but that, yeah. Blaney and Blaney had a right to be angry with them. There's a lot of, right. a lot of, a lot of blocking <laughs> going yeah. on. So yeah, there's anyway, some anger there. Inter- interesting nugget from the, from yeah. the race weekend. Uh, <laughs> Ryan priest finishes eighth place coming off a victory in the truck series last weekend at Nashville. So that's cool yeah. for him. Um, let's yeah. see who else. Good run Brad for Reddick again. finishes third. Yep. Reddick again. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Suarez with uh, track house. I mean, they not, not the best weekend, but top 15 um surviving the surviving and and still having solid you know beating some good drivers thanks to that fuel mileage so yeah uh, good runs there too um definitely calmer race this one i we didn't have anything for rex in this one did we no no crashes um you know they, they saved that for earlier in the day um right. <laughs> but uh yeah chase elliott was yeah he had a weird day i ended up 27th just really not a factor and then he had the you know, end of the race stuff happening and it got, it got messy, but Justin um, Allgaier finishes 25th subbing for Justin Haley. We'll talk about Haley in a minute. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was cool to see Justin back in the cup series running. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty cool, but yep. yeah, this race definitely, yeah, a little bit calmer, but um, there was a lot going on, man. Uh, boy, the end of that race was, I wasn't sure what was going to happen. It was all over the place. James, I have a question for you, not to just completely throw this one on, but I'm looking at this 18th place finish with Matt DiBenedetto on a day that that uh, Penske drivers did well. Um, if he doesn't make the playoffs, he's not back in this car next year, right? Uh, there's other circumstances going on there. I, I don't know. I don't know if I'd bring him back. But I mean, um, I love Maddie, but I just I don't think he's proven himself. And we've they, he's got a new crew chief now that didn't fix the problem. I just it's just not working. Yeah, he's had his he's had his shots. So if, yep. if they don't bring him back, I don't blame them at this point. Um, kind of the same thing with Eric Jones. Like you've yeah. been in that seat for a little while here. Um, if you're not getting it done, you're going to have to move on. But, you know, Cindric going to the two is what that's looks like that's going to happen. So, yeah, everybody now is talking about that as it's as it's fact that Kasowski yeah. is leaving, despite the fact we don't have an official announcement. I think it's, I mean, at this point it's set in stone. Everybody it's knows done. it's happening. Yeah, it's a done deal. Yeah. Yep. So, so that two car will be open. That might yeah, so, open things up for Matt, but I, I don't know, man. I think, I think, I think the, that Roger's looking for somebody else for that seat. Well, if, yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you go after, I mean, heck I'll throw a name at you. Why wouldn't you see what Kurt Bush has going on or, yeah. you know, um, or if you want to stay in the Ford camp, I guess, you know, Ryan Newman, if he wants to keep racing, you can bring in a veteran yeah. and see, 
see if you can get a little bit more performance with some Penske power with a, you know, with yeah, a Newman might be able to do something in that car. He's got the yeah. history with Penske. I mean, did, he leave he... On, did he leave on good terms with Penske? I can't remember. Mm, well, he left for Stuart Haas. I, I think he did. Um, yeah. But yeah, he, he left for Tony's opportunity. Um, but yeah, that was, that, that might be an interesting one. Um, but if you want to go younger, obviously there's plenty of Ford drivers. You can, uh, you know, try to, try to pick and choose which, which one you want to, you want to stick in there. But yeah, that's, that's going to be an interesting silly season to watch. Um, that's, that's a pretty good seat. Yeah. Uh, con- considering, I mean, it's a satellite of Penske, so you're, you're getting, uh, you're getting pretty good stuff. And then going in next year with a new car, uh, maybe you do want to hang on to Matt Mandano one more year. I don't know. Give him another shot. Maybe. I don't maybe. know. Uh, we had two other races this weekend, James. We started things out Saturday with the truck series and the CRC brake lean 150. Uh, John Hunter Nemechek battles it out with the boss, Kyle Bush, and comes out on top. Uh, does the bow afterwards on the front stretch because uh, John Hunter beat him this this year. Uh, one more truck races than Kyle did. Um, yeah, he did in the in the head to head. So, yep, Kyle's last race of the of the season. Kyle was really really upset on pit road, just like yeah. completely. I, I thought that was going to be his entire weekend until yeah, the final one on Sunday. Uh, yeah, he was very like sassy on on pit road after the race. He was not. Well, you know he doesn't Sheldon like Creed. to lose in his own equipment, and then yeah, Sheldon Creed getting into him is yeah. Which... I can't blame him for being upset. That's that's a Kyle Busch thing. Like, don't screw up my race for us both to lose. I remember him po'd at Brian Vickers at MIS several years ago with an Xfinity Series race as well. Yeah. Um, nationwide at the time for the same thing. Don't yeah. screw up my race for the win to race for second. If yeah, you're going to beat me, beat me. Sheldon could have passed him. I just yeah. think he, I think Sheldon saw a chance to possibly get up there quicker to get a win and, and took a chance. He didn't wreck Kyle. So no, I don't, I'm not a, I'm okay with aggressive moves if you don't wreck the guy. So, so I have tough, a question for you. Tough one. Yeah. John Hunter Nemechek. He's won five races so far in the truck series this year. Yeah. Um, we kind of expected him to come down here, likely race for the championship, if not win the championship, yeah. win a bunch of races. Um, Toyota's kind of got the, the pipeline's kind of full right now. Yeah. If you're John Hunter Nemechek, what do you do at this point? I'd imagine Kyle's happy with him winning in this truck. He's got to get another shot next year. Do you stay in this truck and keep your name on there? in a winning ride, keep reminding people that you're there yeah. you try to look for something with somebody else. Is there an opportunity somewhere? Where do you go? Yeah. I, I think um, you, you know, my opinion that I'm, I'm not in favor of him co- coming all the way back to the trucks to do what right. he's doing. I mean, he's but doing, he's doing what, what he did. I mean, maybe what he wanted to do He's his name is now, he is now at the top of everybody's conversation. Again. Yeah. With yes, exactly. And you um, look at, where, I was listening to again, DBC today. You look at Cole Custer, you look at Chase Briscoe, Nobody's talking about them right now. Yeah. You know, yeah, they're but, in the cup series struggling. Yeah. But who's getting more valuable seat time, John or Nemechek winning these races or, you know, those guys racing uh, against the best in the world in the cup series. I don't that's know. My, it, the, the, the answer to that is yet to be determined. That's always my, I mean, Cole Custer's got a cup series win. Kyle, so he, he just beat the, one of the arguably best drivers there is in his own right. equipment. So, I mean, he's yeah, still getting he's, some experience down there. Right. But he's not racing, you know, 20 other guys who have just as good equipment. He's racing. one. Of, yeah. I mean, that, that's, gotcha. that's a, yeah, that's, that's my problem with what John Hunter's done is he's yeah. He's his name's up there, but where's he going to go? I have less of an issue with him doing what he's doing than I do with Kyle doing what Kyle does, because at least John Hunter's racing for the championship. At least he's all in. Yeah. Kyle is just coming down in to collect paychecks and wins. Yeah. Um, that being said, I'm, I, 
think that the limit the rule limiting Kyle Bush is irritating too. So yeah. Well, um, I, you know, John Hunter's winning all these races in the truck series, but you put Ty Gibbs in that truck, he's doing the same yeah. thing. So I you That's know true. I mean I, I would rather see John Hunter if he's going to take a step back, go to the Xfinity series and and do something there. But um I mean you're right, Eric. He's doing what he's supposed to do. Uh, this was the plan. Go down, yeah. win the races, win the championship, get your name out there. But there's nowhere to go for Toyota. Maybe, maybe he's in the 21 car next year. He's he's got to yeah. look. Hey, that'd look. Be, if if you're Roger Penske, that's not a bad place to look, is it? Yeah, it's it's a good future. Um, you know, it, it's kind of leaning in on your future a little bit. You got that's a younger a really guy. Good place to look, actually. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's a great opportunity. If 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 he can make the leap back to Cup, then this move will be worth it i just feel like he's lost a valuable season but again eric we're going into a new car next year so that seat time this year is as valuable as normal i you know i I struggle with that because i think maybe john hunter has a point here too where it's like this running running a getting experience with this current car doesn't do anything for me next year when we got a next gen car coming in so um, if he stays in the toyota pipeline Short of Toyota flipping another manufacturer, which there's rumors of, or flipping another team from to their manufacturer, there there is rumors that that's going to happen with a major team. Um, yeah. Not really sure which major team that is. I certainly have speculation, but not anything, you know, set in stone. Mm-hmm. Um, but short of that, there's nowhere for him to go. I would imagine 2311 is going to add a team. He's got a relationship. They're not going to. They're not putting him in the car. Right, right. Well, he's got a relationship with Ganassi. I think that's, okay. um, you know, he's raced there before and they may have a seat. So there's there's opportunity there possibly. So, yeah. um, you know, I don't know if they're the that, Toyota. I think that one car opens up. It might be the place for John Hunter. Could be, could be. Yeah, um, yeah I, you know, you know how much I love silly season. So yeah. we could, we could stick guys wherever you, wherever you want. <laughs> and see, it'll sound they're, all, they're all going to 2311. I know, mm-hmm. I know. That's right. That's right. Whoever's got the, <laughs> who's ever got the charter. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, all right. Uh, speaking of those charters, 10 million bucks the going rate, supposedly, for those charters. That's, that's what Mr. Jr. said, yeah. yeah. And uh, and he's not bringing his team up for those nope. 10 million <laughs> a, bucks, man. 10 million bucks. Hey, you know what, Eric? I know you've they, been you anti- can, they were giving those things away in Cracker Jack boxes a couple years ago. I know, I know. You you were you and I were on the same page with I don't know if we like this charter system, yeah. but if 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 teams are able to shoot, we could, we should have picked a couple up as better than Bitcoin. Well, I know that's what, uh, (laughs) that's what Spire did. Spire just just gobbled them up. I think Spire saw the future and they're going to make a nice little profit off those bad boys. They already have apparently $20 million. I know. (laughs) And if you, and if you lease one, you can drag that. What? And I I don't know. What do you lease them for? Um, I don't know. 8 million a year or something. And you lease them along for a couple of years. You can make even more with them. That's right. Kind of an interesting system now. Yeah, we got something here. I guess so. I don't know. We'll see. We'll <laughs> yeah. see when we got all these teams that want to come in, in the sport and they can't fit because it's all the charters, but because the dang charters. Yeah. Yep. Uh, anything else with truck race, James? I think we covered it. We yeah, that's pretty much it. it. John Hunter kicked everybody's butt and Kyle, Kyle got Kyle got mad. That's, yep. that's usually how the truck series <laughs> reviews start. <laughs> that's the story of the truck series this season, but no that's more, right. not the rest of the season because Kyle's done for this. Kyle's season. done. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the Xfinity series was the other race of the weekend, the Pocono green 225 recycled by JP Mar- Mascaro and sons, uh, competing for the longest race name of the season. Uh, Austin, Austin Cindric gets the win. Uh, Ty Gibbs comes home in second place. Uh, James notes. He has no weaknesses question mark. I think that's kind of the case with him. That kid is just good. Yeah. Um, it, Ty Gibbs. I, uh, yeah, he doesn't have to win to do anything anymore. He's, 
man, every Speaking week. Of guys in the pipeline, man, how, how long you keep him down before you got to move him up somewhere. He's got to run a full season next year. And then we'll that's, see. that's it. I mean, he's, if he doesn't, if he runs the full season next year and does anything, what he's doing this year, yeah. he's got to be in cup next the following year. Right. Well, if you're, if you're Harrison Burton, what do you think of all this? Because I mean, yours, your Harrison Burton's pretty dang good. Yeah. And has, has run really well, but Ty Gibbs is lighting the world on fire with these starts. So yeah. I don't know. I guess if the, you know, if does Ty leapfrog him or do they come up at the same time? There's just not a lot of, you know, just when does Martin Truex retire? I guess. Is I the, hey, is the maybe this is why Denny Hamlin's got a picture of a 2311 uh, fire suit on his yeah, Instagram we'll with his name yeah. on it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not falling for that nonsense <laughs> anymore. Freaking Twitter tro- or Instagram troll. He is trolling. Yeah. yeah he, <laughs> um, I doing. think it's story of this race though the justin haley hit coming out of turn three gets turned in the inside wall um yeah i big one james i don't know who the engineers or the drunk uncles that they have working at pocono (laughs) designing this racetrack but this place has had some of the worst hits we've ever seen in in motorsports not just nascar yeah and every time they design something to fix it it feels like they make it worse. Yeah, they put thankfully, a ricochet in there. Thankfully, we have a safer barrier here now, but it's also about a quarter of the distance that the wall used to be from the racetrack. Yeah. So now when you hit it, you shoot right back out in front of the racetrack. We saw this happen in IndyCar a couple of years ago, last time IndyCar raced here. Yep. And uh, and we got to see it in the in the Xfinity race. And thank God it took you know three quarters of the field before somebody yeah. ran into them. But geez, yeah. oh man. It's like at Michigan, for example, if you put a wall like of what 20 feet off the apron on the backstretch there, it could get pretty dicey, but you have a lot of pavement runoff and cars have a chance to lose speed at Pocono on that back straightaway. There's no, I mean, you're just, you're like a, you're like a super ball in a shoebox. Yeah. You know, there's nowhere to go, and you're just ricocheting off everything. Did you just come up with that all on your own? No, I stole that one. Oh, I was I was so hoping you came up with that one on your own. That no, I wish good. I wish I was that I wish I was that clever. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, you know, we had we had the Steve Park accident way back with Dale Jr., where he got in the guardrail and went flipping, and then Pocono said, "You know what? We're not going to have that anymore. We're not going to have cars going through the guardrail. Let's build a dirt embankment." right yeah. behind the guardrail so that when yeah. a car hits it, it doesn't move. And then Elliot yeah. Sadler about tore his car in half. Yeah. In the most famous crash that we've never seen. Yeah. Yeah. We've only and, seen like bits and pieces of it. Right. And there's been, there's been at least three YouTube well, videos Davey, that have tried to reenact yeah. it. And the, the first really big one was Davey um, yeah. break, breaking his wrist in his, his championship season campaign in 92. Well, and we had, we've had, we had cars wall go through trip. the boilerplate wall. We had Dale Earnhardt about fly out of the tunnel turn back in oh, the day. Yeah. Marcus, Dave Marcus had a really big one. I mean, yeah. had, hell Bubba Wallace had one. Jeff Gordon's had a big one. This place, I'll tell you, just, it's like, it's like Kansas and just triggering huge wrecks. And then, and again, it's not just the cup series. We've had a couple horrific IndyCar accidents here. Yeah. Um, we've had a fa- fatal IndyCar accident, which was just a freak thing with Justin Wilson. We yeah. had uh, um, Hutchins hit the fence. Hutchins, right? No, Wickens. Yeah. Robert, Robert Wickens. Robert Wickens. Yeah. And still recovering from that. I mean, geez, oh man, this place. I don't know. Yeah, it's um, it's wild. I, I, I joke about the engineers at Pocono. I don't think it's entirely Pocono's fault. It's just the nature of a big track. But yeah, well, you got. I, I do feel like we probably should have put that safer barrier a little bit further from the racing surface. Yeah, it's uh, that place is. 
I mean, you're just, you're just going so fast yeah. and it's, it's, it's a two impossible. and a half mile racetrack. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's hard to turn there. So, and then, yeah, you, then you take, wreck. you take corners. It's already tough to turn a 90 degree turn and now it's a triangle. So there's only three of them. So all the turns are sharper than 90 degrees. Right. And so you're going to hit the wall harder when you hit the wall on the outside of a turn. So. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thankfully, Justin Haley's okay. I uh, did miss the cup series race as a result just for precautions, but I uh, talked to everybody after the race and he was good. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, Ryan Vargas, um, yeah, he, he was the unlucky yeah. guy. I mean, great driving by the guys to get away from it. He just had nowhere to go. No, I mean, and, eventually uh, somebody was going to hit him. him. Yeah. yeah. It just pounded him, which is too bad. Yeah. Bummer for Vargas. First of all, it's an underfunded team, so they can't afford to tear up race cars and also some sentimental value with that race car being, uh, yeah. the last one prepared by a gentleman that passed away. So, yeah. um, just just an all-around bummer so um, yeah we like i like ryan vargas i really you know he's just kind of a different type of personality that i think you know kind of a bubba wallace type where um he's just got a really big personality that i think would be really great to see in in a bigger spotlight um so hopefully he continues to progress forward uh as he goes along but yeah he's a he's a he's a good young driver just wrong place wrong time this weekend and, and hopefully he gets another shot uh he'll be driving again and uh get another shot at at you know, continued good runs for him. Yep. I was going to uh, say, Eric, um, go ahead. who, who was the, who was the young, the young buck for JR Motorsports, Sam Mayer. Uh, he, he was kind of a dart with no feathers for a little bit out there, but <laughs> um, you know, rallied and, and he's going to be running a lot more races for, J, for junior motorsports. Yeah. He's, um, he's running that car the rest of the season. Supposed, with the to, be, uh, supposed yeah, to be the next big thing. Yeah. We'll see. Supposedly. <laughs> yeah. We've got our first look at him. I, I mean, he's young. Um, apparently, the pre-race broadcast said he's got a little bit of a rivalry with Ty Gibbs. Which, hey, if if we get these two young guys coming in at the same time, I'm all for that. Yeah, I'd love I'd love to see uh, some young young bucks. That you know, Eric, he was born in. Well, wait, he just had a birthday, yeah. Because so he was born in 2003. 2003. That's man. Insane. I was oh my god, I was just about to graduate high school. James, I have another hot take for you. Let's hit it. So I never discussed my hot take on the podcast because I did it off air and just to rile you up. But my, my take a couple of weeks ago is that you've always got the, hot takes. The take a couple of weeks ago is the one that Jenna Fryer tackled with AP. Um, that the reason that Stuart Haas is struggling is because Tony Stewart is too oh, distracted yeah. with SRX. Yeah. So I'm not going to debate that on here because I already debated that with James and got them all riled up and got out of a system. So it won't be any fun to debate it here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, this one, this one's not really a debate, but here's here's a new hot take on the struggles of Stuart Haas. Stuart Haas is struggling this season because they have to spend so much time rebuilding cars from Eric Almarola and. Uh, <laughs> Um, Riley Herbst wrecking cars this season. Riley wrecks well, another one in this race. R- Riley, R- <laughs> Riley is. I mean, Riley came up through the Kyle Busch pipeline, so he's. Um, there, there's a lot of guys familiar with his uh, with his wrecking of, of cars. Uh, yeah, he's having a hard time. Storing um, some stuff up. Yeah, I mean that that car was a championship contender with Chase Briscoe. Uh, and we know how talented Chase Briscoe is, but uh, it's it's definitely a different a different driver in there. But you're you're not probably yeah. not wrong there. I'm not going to debate <laughs> you on that one. You can have uh, it. you can have that one. Harrison Burton also wrecks in this one, finishes 37. Yeah, um, just I'm, not a good season a, for him. Yeah, he's having a weird season. Um, just not, yeah, he's just having a weird season. He's I, I I wouldn't put it past him to to have a good run this weekend at Road America, but yeah, he's just he's just having weird runs. It's been weird for him. It's yeah. uh. 
I go back to looking over his shoulder. <laughs> Maybe there's something to it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's talk some news. Not a whole lot this week after a crazy busy news week last so week. So far, so far. Yeah, yeah, so far. Yeah, it is early still. We did go a day later last week. Yeah. Um, but uh, NASCAR and iRacing announced a new official partnership. I find it interesting that uh, NASCAR.com, like they almost know something, has the Chicago street course as the header picture for this article. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, new partnership that uh, basically grants the uh the simulator title or simulator whatever official um, company official simulation partner of nascar yeah Yeah. so cool i mean good we we like iRacing we like nascar i think they've been a pretty good match i think we've proven that during the pandemic especially um good on we'll see more we'll see more from the iRacing series and i think we'll see more uh i think we'll see more development stuff out of them too if nascar's got ideas for things i think you're going to see it on iRacing first yeah see how it runs uh, I'd be really interested to see if they if they work more. I mean, right now the manufacturers all have their simulators and stuff, and they're not iRacing. I wonder if iRacing will tap in any of that stuff. And mm-hmm. who knows? Who knows? Um, then uh, Ryan Blaney looking like he's going to have a new crew chief. Well, he's definitely going to have a new crew chief in twenty twenty two. Yeah, because um, Todd Gordon ain't going to be there. Todd Gordon is retiring from Team Penske at the end of twenty twenty one. Yeah, Todd Gordon. Um, great crew chief and and a great personality too. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing possibly. Uh, if he can maybe make a run at TV, possibly. I don't know. Hey, hey, I hear there's an opening at Fox. There is an opening at Fox. You're right. Yes. I mean, <laughs> just I'll, saying. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, man. Um, Steve Letarte is so freaking good on NBC right now. I just mm-hmm. can't get enough of how much insight he brings to the to the broadcast. Did they not do an incredible job of covering the the fuel mileage situation yes. at the end of that race. Well, I, mean, I mean, you got two guys who've done it. Latart and yeah. Jr. Were, were really good at it. So it was so good. It's just such a breath of fresh air to have NBC right now. Yeah, they're good. I'm man. telling you, even, I mean, Rick Allen's not my favorite in the world, but I think Rick Allen went to school over the off season. He feels like he's doing a little less of his, um, his one-liners and he was and good on that Larson call. Bit. He was good yeah. at Larson call. Yeah. He's, he's reminding, see, Rick Allen was good in the truck series. And then I think he came to cup and just tried too hard. And I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm just, maybe Fox has just made me appreciate him more. Possibly. Um, I would I'm, I'm not, not, I've not had an issue with Rick Allen because I've always liked him. I just felt like there were better options and I don't know. I guess I'm hearing Allen Bestwick every week right now. And Bestwick's great. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm also not going like, Oh my God, I just, gotta have bestwick back in the cup booth he's doing yeah. a good job but bestwick's bestwick's voice is he's just good at it he's he just is, really he good is. at it he's just really good at it um you know we should we should know todd gordon is a champion crew chief in this series yeah. uh with joey logano 2018 uh, but he's been really good for uh really good for a long time um hasn't been a crew chief for uh, i guess i really long time is is <laughs> take it for what it's worth um but 10 years as a, as a crew chief in cup um 23 wins a lot of them with joey logano but he's he's won obviously a few with with ryan blaney as well and um looking at his xfinity series stats he's he's crew chief some pretty interesting cats uh eric i'll throw some names at you just for fun <laughs> uh he crew chiefed a uh young up-and-comer who was supposed to replace mark martin you want to throw it you want to try to guess who he who he was brad keselowski no uh 2006 todd cleaver you remember todd Ooh, cleaver? i remember todd cleaver yes he was he was supposed to be the guy to replace mark martin and that uh, didn't happen uh he 
he did crew chief for Kenny Wallace. He crew chief for uh, Scott Legacy Jr., Kurt Busch, Sam Hornish, uh, Parker Kligerman, just to name a few um, in the Xfinity series. But uh, yep, been a good cup crew chief for quite a bit. So there you go. Do that. That was fun. Nice. <clears throat> All uh, right, let's talk. That's it for news. Um, as far so as far. I'm aware, there's nothing else. I'll uh, check. The, talk, I'll check the Twitters. <laughs> let's talk some SRX racing, James. Uh, we're at that point in the show. Um, <laughs> probably should probably should move these up above the news. Maybe I don't know. Uh, but SRX went to Eldora Speedway this week. Uh, Tony yeah, Stewart gets the win at his home track in his home series, um, or his own series. That kind of not his home track, his own track in his own series. His track, um, his series. The way it his, should be. However, James, I'm quite certain we could race tricycles at Eldor and it'd be a good race. I was thinking that I was actually going to say shopping carts. Yes. My God, this track is awesome. Eric, didn't you get the feels watching that race? I mean, they, Dude, they looked like dirt cars a little bit James, more than they did at. I, I think I bought into this series more in this race than I have yet. And I think it's because of Eldora, not because of the series. And I don't know. I was so optimistic about the trucks at Knoxville, but now after seeing this, I'm a little less optimistic because <laughs> yeah, this race was yeah. so good. Yeah. Um, I mean, and man, you just, you can run anywhere. The track was just beautiful. Yeah. Um, they did a great job preparing it. Yeah. And smoke going up high really added to it. Um, yeah. And, and the, the driver drama was, was good. I'm I think liking it, that it's coming. I'm like, I like that it's every week because these guys don't have time to cool off. Wait till we get to slinger. Wait till oh, we get man. to slinger and Paul wait. Tracy's out there. Just dive bombing people. I can't. It's wait. really great. You know, my beeping I'm, with, I'm with bought Paul in, Tracy. James, you, you win. I, and I know you didn't respond to my comment when I texted when I put it in our group text, probably because you're saving it for gloating on this podcast. But you win. This is a compelling series. I'm tuning in next week to see what happens. I like it. Even with the names that are in it. If, if we had bigger names, I'd be more excited about it. It's totally um, fun, man. It's just there's fun. room for improvement. Tons of room for improvement, but it's, it's a great series. It's a lot of fun. I just have, I have a blast watching this series and, and the fact that it was outdoor something new. It feels like to me, it's like Supercross. It's like, it's just something different and it's yeah. fun. Yeah. I just, I like watching these, these big big motors cars on dirt i like the mm-hmm. personalities we've got the you know i think we should give a lot of credit to cbs for how they're promoting this show and the, what they're doing with the broadcast you've got brad darty he's great um lindsey zarniak's great and then of course you had bestwick in the booth but the biggest improvement was danica was gone and we had Hinchtown. Yeah. and i think james hinchcliffe was phenomenal in the booth and then you've got the fact that he's talking to tony stewart while the race yes, is going on that was, and I was like, excellent yes i was like wow what a cool trick what not cool only trick. that but tony was like just he was just cruising along on the highway no problem i couldn't imagine <laughs> Dri- driving eldora in a video game is hard enough and tony's yeah. like I, he, tony's just like hey i'm gonna set your boy up right here uh give me another lap hold on and and it sure enough so he good. did it yeah it was good and tony pulled the trick and i'm not going to be uh, I'm not going to be a complete homer for Tony Stewart here. Um, he did this before and nobody else has brought it up, but during, in the prelude to the dream, Tony started in the back on purpose to try to, you know, make the show a little bit more interesting. And he pulled that trick again on Saturday. He says that well, he had an electrical problem. I do not believe that. I believe he started, <laughs> the feature. I believe he started the feature in last on purpose to see if he could get through. And yeah, uh, yeah he did. So <laughs> he's, he's just good on dirt, man. He's, 
you know, he knows that place better than anybody. So well, that's, I mean, it's his track. He probably has probably more laps there than anybody at this point. He's, yeah. Him and uh, who, I mean, who else would you put up there? Shots and maybe Bloomquist. Bloomquist yeah. probably has more laps than anybody there. Um, yeah. He would have been fun to have seen race, uh, race this race, but James, um, I'm disappointed we're done with dirt for the SRX series. Yeah. Yeah. But we still got Slinger coming up, which isn't dirt, but it's, it's got me. Might as well be. Intrigued. Yeah. It's got <laughs> me super intrigued. I just, I think people are really going to be excited about that. But yeah, we're heading yeah. to Lucas oil uh this week and it's probably not going to be as good of a show but yeah lucas oil is just to me is not a great track i mean it's better than watching it's better than watching xfinity and trucks on the big indianapolis track but it's still just not a yeah. great track to yeah. me eric we touched on this in our group chat today too but um 1.3 in change million viewers for yeah. srx i mean that's i mean cbs has to be a static for a saturday night to get that many viewers on their network that's i would be- say that that's a win Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I wasn't expecting them to, I was, I'm not, not going to lie to you. I wasn't expecting them to get a million viewers a week and they, and they've, they've mm-hmm. been well over a million viewers every race on a Saturday no, night. It, you know That's what, James, so here's, here's the thing they're in, and it's easy for them to do this. They're in a different situation and I'm going to compare them to NASCAR and I keep saying, don't compare them to NASCAR because you, yeah, you yeah. shouldn't because they're not. Yeah. But, I'm, not, I'm not trying to by, by the way, I'm just, no, you know. and neither am I, but you have to in this instance. So, so NASCAR, when they make a change, it's, it's a big deal. There's a lot of, money there's a lot of companies corporations things that are bought into that series that changes have to go through before they can do them whereas srx is a brand new series it's just them they can change whatever they want to change but they've listened to the fans they've made adjustments over the first three races to make it more fan friendly the biggest complaint i had was the fact that i couldn't tell who was who they put the names nice and big on the cars added more color to them they're in the same color every week um they've just done a good job of doing yes. what they fan need service. to do fan yeah. service yep and I, I mean they they got they kind of fixed the stupid caution and Nalan bestrick kind of apologized for it last week for <laughs> calling it the fun caution or whatever and yeah i mean they they've done a good job with it it's and it's a good partnership yeah. all around um yeah I, think, I i can't complain about it do you think nascar's got their eye on what's going on here to see what they can they can I don't they know, better stealing's not the right word, but no. Na- NASCAR is at all all times trying to do fan service, and they do it in such a convoluted way that it it turns out to be the you know we we end up hating it, right? Well, and uh, here's the here's the thing though, James is like okay, so SRX is not designed to compete with NASCAR, right? But if SRX gains traction and gains buy-in, you never know. And, you know, NASCAR's got to keep an eye on that because it could become competition down the road. Well, man, I mean, you've got a lot of crossover fans, but you don't have every crossover fan no. that in, the, in that million, million some odd group. But um, there's interest here and fans seem to like it. And there's a really solid attendance numbers at the track, too, which has been good. I'd be um, curious to know what IROC used to do in the ratings because IROC ran on ABC. It, it was on, it on was, network. I'd say it was probably bigger, but you'd have to skew for the times because right. I, well, that's what I'm wondering because we weren't back then. quite in the heyday of of NASCAR racing yet. Yeah. But I think we had more fans than we have now watching TV and stuff because there were yeah. more, there wasn't as much to choose from. I mean, you had Earnhardt running too, which was you know he was always a draw too. So yeah, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. Well, Eric, we're gonna have to finish this off. We're gonna have to go the next three weeks and talk about the series. Yeah, we will because we will. It's, it's been it's been good enough. So for sure, James, if you do the notes, just add it right up there underneath the uh, underneath the rest of the race. So, oh, we're we're, bump, we're 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 we'll bumping bump it up. up. We'll bump holy, it up. Holy cow, we're bumping it up into the uh, into the primetime slot. 
Oh yeah, man, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> oh wow, and that's you making the call, not me. It is me making the call. It is Eric. This is how this always goes. You always end I up know. saying, James. You know, you were. Hey, you were... I I gave in pretty early this year, though. I, it only took me. It took me two races to really start to buy into it. And by the third one, I'm in. So yeah, well, I'm not replacing NASCAR with it, but let's go. Okay. So here's the deal. Let me tell you why, how, how compelled I am with this series, James. And this was before this race. So Saturday, I don't remember what the heck I did Saturday, but I was all over the place on Saturday, busy day. Didn't watch the cup race until like nine o'clock at night. I went to bed and watched SRX, turned it on, figured, well, I'll watch it until I get tired enough to shut it off. And I watched it all the way through Yep. and, and watched it till, till it was done. And it was one, two in the morning by the time I was done, but it was worth well, watching. So and it's a quick, it's a quick broadcast too, Eric. I tune yeah. in at, I, I tune in at, well, and it really helps to watch it delayed because you can skip all that well, yeah. intermission yeah. stuff. Exactly. And that's what I wish I could do. I, I but I turn on <laughs> live. I watch it at eight and I'm done by 10. I'm done before 10. And it, that's I can really barely, nice. I can barely do the cup races live, man. I just hate commercials with a passion. It's so nice. Even side by side. I think side by side is the greatest thing in the world, but I skip it. I oh, just yeah. jump yeah. right through it just like yeah. anything else. So um, the only, re- only reason I watch races live anymore is because of fantasy. And after this week, I've determined that I don't give a crap about fantasy again. Yeah. So I'm back to watching races. And delayed, you know, my so. theory as to why that is, if, if, you know, you weren't so terrible at it, right? I am i won't argue with you. I'm <laughs> God awful at it. I'm God awful at it, James. And I said before that we did the show, the reason I'm bad at it is because I'm good at picking. I can pick winners, although you're still proven to beat me on that right now, too. But no, because well, not for much it's, longer. It's the, it's the middle of the race. It's that's what's killing me. It's it's yeah. the points during the race. I don't do well with that. Yeah, it's tough. I don't pay attention during the middle of the races a lot of times. <laughs> really? Dang league. This I dang drift league, off yeah. and do other stuff. So I know. Anyway, uh, speaking of that, we go to Road America this weekend, James. Uh, we get to do our picks for that Xfinity series and the Cup series is there as well. And I wanted to throw out a little bit of tid- a tidbit of information because I've already heard t- people talking about the first Cup race at Road America. Mm-hmm. And we will hear a lot of talk this weekend about this being the inaugural race at Road America for the Cup series. But that's not true. The NASCAR Grand National Series, which is now known as the Cup Series, raced once at Road America in 1956. So here's some facts about the one race that the Cup Series ran at uh, Road America. Buck Baker started on the pole, led the first five laps of the race. Tim Flock passed him on lap six and would lead twice for 17 laps, including the last 10 to win the event. Marvin Ponch led 23 laps before breaking a rear end and retiring, and Speedy Thompson led 18 laps before blowing a motor. Uh, the race ended with just five drivers on the lead lap out of the 26 car field and winner Tim Flock would take home a whopping $2,950 for his victory. This all courtesy of racing reference. Uh, yes. The podcast would not be possible without our friends at racing reference. No, yes. we would die. It would yeah, be that would... <laughs> racing reference and J ski. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That's we a great nugget. Survive. I honestly didn't know about this. So that was I, good. I stumbled across it by accident a few weeks ago and I could not wait for this weekend because I yep. keep hearing people talk about the first and it is not the first cup race. It then. is not. It's only been <laughs> what? 70 years. So, right. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> As a matter of fact, the configuration was different because the race, the distance to the track is different and everything, but yeah, whatever. There was a race there. It's a big one, man. Big track. So we start things off with the Xfinity series first. Uh, let's look at the, the picks from last week. Um, James came out of the weekend with, uh, I don't know how many points because we had two races. So I'm going to try and figure it out. Yeah, Either way, 
Either way, James still leads me 1815 to 1798. So I am getting close, getting closer. You're, chi- you're chipping away at it. Yeah. Ch- chipping away, but I still get to make the first pick this week. And uh, James has already chosen, but I don't know if he's going to keep his picks. Well, we'll see. He's already, I, he's already made his picks based on my picks that I had to, uh, yeah, that that I, I made last week because I can't pick those drivers. He's probably hoping that I don't pick AJ Allmendinger for the Xfinity Series race. Maybe, maybe, and, maybe. and leave him open so he doesn't have to take Austin Cindric because I cannot pick Austin Cindric. Yep. And I, James, I almost did it. I almost said, you know what? That Noah Gregson is bound to have a race that he doesn't screw up. Uh, and maybe he'll win on this track, but no, I'm going to go AJ Allmendinger. You Sorry. can't. Yeah. Yeah. You got to. Um, so yeah. So last year, just uh, for reference, we did race Xfinity here last year. Um, I will take Austin Cindric, uh running second that day, AJ Allmendinger, uh, and then Chase Briscoe, Kaz Grala, Andy Lally, and your boy, Noah Gregson. So yeah. there you go. That's uh Gregson's a sneaky good guy at road courses, but he does stupid yep. things. That's on my ding dong there. And <laughs> then screws up. Um, which is kind of his story everywhere right now. But oh, uh um I wasn't gonna say here. There was something else I was gonna say. Well, there's gonna be but... a, there's gonna be some cup guys in this race. Oh, that's um, what I was gonna say. That it's really tough to go to racing reference and look at history here because yeah. there's so much cup history here. Yes, so many cup drivers have starts here in the Xfinity series and dominate the top of the board because they yep. ran one or two races here. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And we're going to see Kyle Busch in the 54, yep. um, which is going to bump Ty Gibbs to the 81, which is, uh, will be the first time he's driven that car. So we've got a lot of, I think, uh, isn't Harvick Harvick running, uh, this weekend too. Possibly. I got I gotta look at the entry list because um, that would definitely make me not sound as dumb as I do right now as I filibuster. So, <laughs> let's see. Uh, yeah, let me look yeah. at the entry list. Here we go. Uh, oh, it's not a, not on racing reference just yet. So, but I oh, do no. know. Uh, yeah, I do know that. So we've got a maybe it's on Jayski. Well, what the heck? <sighs> racing reference letting me down for the first time, Eric. Yeah, well, you, I'm glad you're stalling because I am still trying really hard to decide my mm-hmm. cup series pick because I don't want to just pick the same guy. I pick at every road course, mm-hmm. but he's also the same guy that wins at every road course. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so it's right, kind of hard right. not to pick him. You're right. Yeah. I, I saw, I saw the cup entry list. Let me find. Experience. I can go on. Let me go on. Racing, I'm going uh, NASCAR I'm going media. to, yeah, I'm going to J ski right now too, to see if it's um, not on NASCAR media, it doesn't exist. So there we go. I've got it on, uh, got it. I've got it on racing, uh, excuse me, on Jayski. Uh, let me see who we got for the cup series. If I can throw some names at you. Oh man. Ooh, Natalie Decker's running this one. That'll be fun. Kaz Grala <laughs> is in this race. So watch out for that. He's going to be right there. Yeah. Kyle Busch, Boris said, um, that's oh yeah, Kevin Harvick. Kevin Harvick running the 199, which it'll be the 99, but it's listed right. as the 199 for BJ McLeod. Uh so yeah, Harvick is in this one. And yeah, that is it for the cup guys so far. I don't see any other ones on there. So yeah. And we do we do qualify for both and races, pra- don't we? Yeah, we have practice too. Yeah. So so I know the cup series do. Yep. Uh okay. Uh with that. That was the Henry 180, by the way. The Henry 180, uh, yep. Road America. And then the Cup Series will make their first start in 70-some years with the Jockey Made in America 250. And I'm I'm not doing it, James. I'm not picking Chase Elliott. So I might be leaving him open for you. Mm -hmm. I just don't want to do it. And I'm just going to say that, I don't know, somebody's going to have some retribution for this past weekend. 
And uh, Denny Hamlin's going to get it done. Wow. See, Denny Hamlin's going with his first win this season. He's going to do it on the road course. Oh, I didn't that's see that one coming. Terrible pick, isn't it? Nah. Well, hey, you're you locked it in. So I'll take it. Yeah, that's yeah, good. It's um, a terrible pick. I'm gonna regret I, that. I'm gonna be kicking myself. I'll take the best road course racer for the season so far, and that's Kyle Larson. Okay. Um, I'll just see if he can get it done again. But I'm probably making a mistake not taking Chase Elliott. <laughs> well, at uh, least at least you didn't pick Chase, and I'll feel less bad. I still I still it. feel like Kyle Larson's on a hot streak. I you know I I think so. Yeah, so I'm going to, I'm going to take so. him when I can get him here and see if I can make up some of that ground from, uh, from this weekend. See, I really but, like Martin Truex Jr., but he just hasn't been doing anything lately. Yeah. And Denny has, he's been there. Yeah. So I just feel like maybe that's the way to go. Well, watch I like, I mean, Cindric isn't going to be in this race. Almendinger is going to be in this race. Um, yeah. Briscoe, Briscoe is going to be in this race. Obviously gonna be in this race. Kyle Busch is going on road courses. Um, their DBC guys were talking about it being an aggressive race in the cup series. So guys like Kyle are going to do well here. Yeah. Um, you know, Ryan Blaney's good on road courses. So I don't know. Yeah. I, Harvick's good on road courses. There's a lot of opportunities here. You never yeah. know which way it's going to go. We're going to see. So. Yeah. Somebody might steal it or somebody might be able to get, get themselves mm, a playoff. Chase Elliott's just going to win it. I can't believe Probably. I Probably. I can't believe I picked Denny Hamlin. What the hell was I That thinking? was an interesting one. I didn't see that coming. Stupid. <laughs> um, speaking of stupid, let's talk about fantasy league, James. Oh, I'm man. pulling it up. So you, it's all you, man. I'll keep it quick, my man. Uh, so Pocono Saturday, uh, freight train, our buddy Todd, he gets the win by 10 over Baron Speedway and Denny the many. Uh, Eric, we were, I mean, it was, it was close, but we were in Got the beat. back. Got beat. <laughs> um, and then Sunday, uh, Baron goes, gets a second place and then a first place. Team draft Tona second. And then Eric, there you are. You tied for second. Uh, so you didn't do as bad as you thought, man. Yeah, um, I guess they must not have refreshed yet when I checked it on on yeah, Sunday. Because you had a good thought, run. you had a good day. I thought, on Sunday. I thought I had good picks, and it was ranking me way down. So yeah. I must have clicked on Sunday. Sunday got a little wild with the fuel mileage. Uh, overall standings: yeah. Ranger still first. I am still second, and Fast to the Grass is third. Um, we're starting to get a little bit of separation. I'm, I've gained. Um, I've gained on Ranger. And I've pulled away from the rest of the pack just a tick. So I'm kind of an, on an island here. But that being said, I'll screw everything up on uh, on Road America. And um, we'll all be under a blanket again. So there you go. There you go. the update. All right. Uh, shout outs this week. Got any, James? Uh, if you had... think I got one. Yeah, go for it. I've got one. All right. Um, so I'm going to go with mine. Uh, my cousin, Derek. Uh, actually, my wife's cousin, Derek. But he's my cousin now, too. Um Got a chance to go to Eldora this weekend for the SRX race. What? And the this. the most exciting thing about it for him was he has been a lifelong Bobby Labonte fan. Oh, and Derek nice. was able to get into the pre-race autograph session. He got to meet Bobby Labonte. Here he is on Instagram. Oh, meeting Bobby Labonte. Very excited about it. Uh, first time he's ever met Bobby. Like I said, he's been a fan for years. He was a fan back when Bobby won his championship. Nice. And uh, very excited to get to meet him. He said Bobby even... Uh, even recognize him later when he passed by him. And, uh, and so that pretty, pretty, pretty darn cool. So that is always, really always cool. good when you get to meet your hero. And I, he's a diehard Bobby Labonte fan. Man. That Big is time. really, yeah, that's really cool. Like nobody cared, nobody cheered for Bobby Labonte, but Derek cheered for Bobby Labonte. My, so. Yeah. My brother actually used to like Bobby um, when he was just a kid, but of course uh, that's, you know, that's in here nor there. Um, I wanted to shout out, this was kind of a tongue in cheek shout out. Um, everybody who did the, uh, joke of, um, Kyle Larson on Saturday being lightning McQueen in cars, uh, <laughs> blowing his tire, 
you guys are all the spider-man meme pointing at each other doing that including you nascar account uh everybody did that joke so i that was overplayed but well done to the person who originally came up with it but that's it only the person who originally thought of it gets credit that's everybody pretty else, funny actually i didn't even see it oh it's all over the place yeah go to yeah everybody's making the kyle larson is lightning mcqueen joke so that was overplayed that's funny yes there you go what was what did nascar chasm tweet this week that was there's so a new uh there was another new twitter account that i come came across too called nascar rumors i think hold on or old nascar rumors which was pretty funny nascar yeah tweets too much it's at it's at oldie underscore oldie rumor and it's old nascar rumors and it's actually pretty funny um let me see let me see oh here we go casey kane was going to make a 2020 return in the l4 truck but the deal fell through like this is the kind of tweets that are on here parker kligerman <laughs> was going to race for Stuart haas so it's new but anyway i thought i'd share that one speaking of that i i didn't realize until it, again one of the reasons i love dbc is they drop little tidbits like they're just common knowledge but yes. none of us knew anything about them yes. and they dropped a tidbit this week that i did not know that um john hunter Imachek was lined up for a junior motorsports ride in the xfinity series oh and then he then he dumped cole custer at mossport in the truck series <laughs> and it pissed off everybody at jrm and he lost his ride that's an infamous dump <laughs> yeah very that was to to be fair one of the greatest finishes in nascar history in yeah. my opinion so um, i can't find the nascar chasm tweet from this weekend because it's too far back but it was really good I don't that's awesome i love nascar chasm i know i know he gets old he, uh, he, he can wear on you but man is he good you, you just don't follow him you just don't read his stuff if you don't like it yeah just keep, keep just every once in a while he's gonna give you a good nugget so yep, hang in there hang in there with him yeah uh james show and tell time show and tell who wants to go first uh i'll go first since i always make you go first i'll go first this week okay um so hidden in my parents garage I think I mentioned this on the show as well. The infamous this garage is the infamous checkered flag that has been signed by a bunch of drivers. Wow. So here it is. Look at that. So the very first autograph on this flag started right here. And that is Derek Cope. <laughs> and <all> since, the <laughs> since then, it has had a number of drivers added to it. Uh, John Krebs, who I believe was Arca. Yeah, um, yep. is on here. I don't know how he managed to make the flag, but my parents got a bunch of these autographs. So they were on garage tour. So they just kind of got whoever they got. Uh, there is a Brett Woodine autograph on here. Oh, that's Qu a good one. Quaker State days. Yep. Um, there is a Todd Woodine, number 75, when he was driving the 75 car. Yep. Red, white, there and is, blue. There is a Bobby Labonte on here with the 22. Oh, yeah. Maxwell. Actually, that's part of my show and tell. Nice. Nice. Yes. There's a tie there in is, there. There is a Mark Martin number six on here. I was there for that one. That was at a Meyer. Um, nice. No, a, uh, I think it was a Walmart actually or Kmart. Uh, Hut Strickland is on here, but he's all. Oh, that's a good name. Off. That's number a twenty-seven. It was McDonald's car at the time. Yep, that's a good blast from the past. There is a Ricky Rudd on here. Oh, good one. Yep. Yep. And then my absolute favorite. This was actually we sent this with somebody to get this one. None of my family got this one. My absolute favorite, right down here on the end. He didn't sign it like everybody else because he's got to be different. But old Dale Dale Earnhardt Jr. is on there as well. <laughs> there is awesome. not a Dale Earnhardt Sr. autograph on this. I think I mentioned this in the <laughs> podcast because uh, they tried to. My parents tried to get his autograph when he was climbing in the car, and guess what? Dale didn't want to sign. 
that. Right, so. right. There oh, also, there also a, was a Rusty one, Wallace. Man. There was a Rusty Wallace attempt. So this is a Rusty Wallace story. This is why my parents hated Rusty Wallace for years. Um, fortunately, a couple of years ago, I got to shake Rusty's hand, uh, which was pretty awesome. Merritt Speedway was up there for an appearance. But uh, Rusty, they were in the back of his hauler, gave him the flag. He had the flag, took the cap off the pen, put the pen to the flag and goes, I don't have time for this. Give him the pen back and walks away. <laughs> that sounds like Rusty Wallace. <laughs> so there you go. All right, James, oh, your turn. Man. Uh, I'm, I'm changing mine on the fly. I was going to do... I was going to do, I'll save these for next time, but I was going to do the one and one forty four my uh, die cast that I have. Okay. But I'm going to save those for later. I did want to show you this one though, Eric, if you can see it um, in honor of KFB, the first nice. time, the, the first time the M&M's car ever ran in NASCAR was on Ernie Irvin's car in, in a special one-off in nice. 1998 so i wanted to show you that one there's so much better design now than they used to be no yes. offense to ernie's paint schemes but they were di- they were terrible but they yeah but this one was this the skittle one was scheme good. was good this one was good i thought this one that was one's good. not bad this one was, was good bad. this one was good 98 m&ms so since you did autographs i'm gonna make some i'm gonna make a an audible here okay and show you some of my autographs harry gant nice i used to get the pictures uh autographed back in the day uh robert presley oh even better yeah the old school bandit um those school bandit. you know i'm not a tobacco person but those school bandit cars were sweet cars oh man they were so good uh let me find all the good cars were tobacco cars uh my one of my favorite paint schemes james i've never told you this because i always forget about it one of my favorite paint schemes is the jimmy spencer noble number oh yeah the 23 oh yeah that was good um eric you brought up Derek cope but do you have a Derek cope and bobby allison Oh, that is sweet. And then right below it, this is the probably the best one in the in the book. Nice. Jeff I have Gordon. that picture, but I do not have it autographed. Oh, I do yeah. have a Bobby Allison autograph. It is on my Daytona 500 ticket. We've got Ricky. We've got Ricky. That Craven is here. sweet. That's awesome. What's a great car, isn't it? That is the the Dupont number two car for Ricky Craven was excellent. Yes, I had a whole bunch maybe of better pictures. than the Rainbow Warriors car, James. Probably, ah, I don't, yeah, it's pretty good. Rainbow's Terry, pretty iconic, but Texas Terry, of course. Nice. So I had to bring a couple. I assume of those these are quick. are they, these are all legit. You got the autograph. Well, either me or my parents did. Okay. Um, I did not what, get. Did the, you? Did I you did not do get the, the Jeff Gordon one? Did you do like the trailer appearances at the track, or did you go to? Yeah. How did you get them? Um, mostly from, uh, mostly from like not not trailer appearances, but um, like special meet and greet type things okay. that they used to have. I always wonder because I mean we we used to go to like Meyer or Kmart or somebody oh, would yeah, do one yeah. and we'd go stand in line forever for it. Like that's, that's where how we I've met got, Bill Elliott. That's where I've got my uh my um Tony Stewart ones was was those type of meet and greets. Okay. Um Eric, this is one one more for you. Um because yeah. you'll know who he is. Uh Bob Snedeker. Yes, Bob Seneker. Yeah. I got all those ASA guys. I've I've since thrown away because I'm not a I'm not a big autograph keeper. Um, yeah. generally I want a reason to just shake the guy's hand. And so the autograph is the way to do it because I can just, yeah. that's the way I can meet them. Yep. I just want yep. to meet the person. Yep. Um, but it's just weird to say, Hey, how's it going? Nice to meet you. So you sign just have him sign an autograph. Instead, yeah. Cause yeah. that's less awkward. No, it was, so, it was like, cool. I, you went autographs. I'm like, well, we got to do autographs. I got to show my autographs too, but I have some Tony Stewart ones. I'll show you some other time. But, uh, one of the coolest autograph sessions I did was, uh, before the truck series race, when I went to Daytona in 2011, they did an autograph session in the fan zone and most of the field was there. So I got to meet Matt Crafton that day, which was pretty cool. Crafton was wearing, uh, actually it's funny. I have these sunglasses right here. These are the electric, uh, BSG Bam Margera signature sunglasses. These are what Crafton wore nice. at the time he was sponsored by electric. Nice. And, uh, 
I love these sunglasses. I was obsessed with them. So I saw them in the in autograph session. I said, Matt, nice shades. And he didn't care. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Ricky Carmichael was there, which is pretty awesome. I've been a fan of Ricky Carmichael for years in yeah. Supercross and stuff. Never got to meet him during Supercross, but got to meet him in the truck <clears throat> series. So that was neat. Yeah. Um, got to see saw- Travis Quapple that day and a few of those guys. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's some names flash in the past. Yep. Very yep. cool. It's good stuff. So, yeah. Good way to end the show. See, the yeah. show and tell works at the end. Show and tell does work at the end. I like it. We'll keep that in there. So, uh, James, where can people find you on social media if they want to talk to you about the autographs you've gotten? At James Cush on Twitter. You can find me at T Super Speedway on Twitter. You can find the podcast on Facebook at facebook.com slash the super speedway. If you go on there, you can find a couple past episodes that we live streamed. Uh, we won't be doing that all the time, but once in a while we'll do it. Uh, probably without announcement. So just keep an eye on that on Tuesday nights. It's usually when we record. Uh, our website is thesuperspeedway.com. You can go there to find old episodes of the podcast, uh, links to the show notes, which has links to articles we discussed, uh, past race coverage, hopefully future race coverage, photos, all that stuff. James, I just got a brand new camera. Uh, well, I saw that. Me. And so I'm, I'm really looking forward to Michigan, hoping I can do the photo credentials again and at least get some pre-race stuff. Uh, probably won't shoot the race itself, but shoot some pre-race, which would be pretty cool. Um, so that stuff will all be on there when we get it as well. Uh, you can find the po- find us find the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, wherever you found us today. We hope you subscribe and continue to listen. And if you want to check us out in video form, uh, because I don't know, you have nothing better to do and want to watch us. Um, it's just weird guys. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, you can do that on YouTube, uh, search for dream bigger media on YouTube. You'll find the podcast on there. Um, you might be able to search the super speedway podcast on there as well. It's in a playlist on dream bigger media. So check us out there. I don't have a special fancy link for that, but, uh, you can find it in the show notes if you want to go there and check it out. So, um, that'll usually get uploaded on Wednesday ish or whenever I actually remember to do it. So, uh, with that, we head to road America this weekend, Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin, uh, according to the DBC guys, they know how to party up there in Wisconsin. So I'm sure there'll be plenty of that this weekend. Uh, practice, qualifying, all that jazz, the Xfinity Series and Cup Series in action. Got to wait a couple of weeks before we see the Truck Series back. Uh, we'll be back next week to break it all down and talk about who gets the first win in 70-some years in the Cup Series at Road America. Until then, everybody, let's go racing. <laughs>